Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Sarah Hanshaw, your host of Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. And today, my guest is Adam Dow. He is the artistic director of improv comedy Mumbai, and that's in Mumbai, India. It's really interesting work that he's done out there, and it's an interesting glimpse into the performance world of India and Bollywood and the blossoming improv and comedy scene that's going on there. Very exciting episode. Very interesting, too. I can't wait until you hear about the public transportation. That sounds like a truly unique experience. If you're interested to check out Improv Comedy Mumbai, you can. Um, You can go to Mumbai, or you can also go to improvcomedymumbai.com or Improv Comedy Mumbai on Facebook. Get a glimpse of the work, the really cool work they're doing there. You can also check out Adam's work at drtimeproductions.com. He's got a lot of stuff going on there, which is pretty rad. Now, hi there. I'm going to talk about me for a minute. First, I want to say thank you. I love you. How are you? Pretty good, I hope. Been kind of a crazy crazy couple of weeks, right? I mean, we just lost that hour due to daylight savings time. It's like, what's even happening, you know? But things are trucking right along. Things are looking good. I want a huge, I I want a huge shout out. Nope, I don't want the shout out. I want to give that shout out to everyone who is supporting me on my Patreon page. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash I think you're nice. If you're interested in checking it out, if you are possibly able to help me out, I have reached my initial goal of making this podcast self-sustainable. Yay! And now I have a new goal. I would like to be able to fund new artists to maybe help me make some new artwork and do some ad stuff online on the various platforms and what have you so that way I can spread the good news. Oh wait, that's a, someone already has that. Spread the niceness. Sure, let's do that. Spread the niceness. That sounds okay. Does it? Okay, I'm going to say it does. Any hoozle. So if you're interested in helping me out there, that would be fantastic. As always, I can also just use your help by getting those five stars, uh, thumbs up, subscriptions, downloads, visits to my page, which is IThinkYou'reNice.com. If you have a moment, you can go to where you listen to podcasts on any service, on any app, and just subscribe, download, rate, review, uh, share, recommend. You know, I'm still up for that skywriting idea if anyone has the means and opportunity to do that. How fun would that be to be a skywriter? I bet it's scary and fun. And what if you're a bad speller? Ooh, and hey, if anyone knows a skywriter, um, I would like to talk to them on the show. Any who's a we are back. We are focused. We're going to talk about improv in Mumbai. We're going to talk about just all kinds of interesting things that happen in Mumbai. And we're going to chat with my friend Adam. Won't that be nice? I think so. And remember, you can always get in touch with me at Sarah at IThinkYou'reNice.com. You can find me on Facebook, I Think You're Nice. Instagram, I Think You're Nice. Twitter, I Think You're Nice. And I just think you're nice. That's truth. That's the truth, and I'm sticking to it. All right, guys, enjoy the show. I hope you do. I know I did. And have a wonderful day and week. Yay! All right, see you on the Flippy Floppy. Hi, I think you're nice. Why, hi, I think you're nice. Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Hi everybody, welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice. I'm your host, Sarah Hanchar, and with me today is Adam Dowell. And we're going to talk about uh, improv comedy, Mumbai. Did I say that correctly? That's your company name? That is the company name. And there's now Improv Comedy Bangalore. What? Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, I'm... Do you want so now we're talking. Now it's is, it, is this happening? <laughs> yeah, is it it's going happening. on now? It's okay. for real. It's for yeah, real. It's okay. for real. Okay, well cool. So yeah, it's uh I've uh I'm originally from Seattle, Washington, born and raised. I went to Franklin High School and I went to the University of Washington and uh I have been living in uh India, Mumbai, uh home of Bollywood for the last That's what I've heard. Yeah, That's what I've 10 discovered. years. 10 years I've been there. Holy and, crap. Yeah, a long time. I come back and forth from the States to here uh, at least once, twice a year. Um, 
But I've been there over there a majority of that time, and I helped start the improv comedy scene. And uh, one of the groups are one of the groups that come out of my classes and teachings is Improv Comedy Mumbai. And now there's a ton more groups that are out there. There's like a lot of TV shows that are happening. Uh, there's been a huge explosion of comedy in India. And it's not just, you say, well, wait, you mean comedy wasn't there before? It was, but, you know, using the words like stand-up or improvisation mm-hmm. or this is kind of gets lumped under what you call Western-style comedy. Oh, okay. So that's kind of, that is a new surge in uh, what's happening popular. And Netflix is very big over there. So there's been a mm-hmm. lot of Netflix specials. Uh, Amazon Prime has also been quite popular. So there's a lot of Amazon Prime specials that have been happening, plus the Local TV that is from there, like Star and uh, uh, these other ones like uh, Balaji and such. So there's a lot of comedy that's going on. Uh, Some is a little more original and then a lot of this kind of new age comedy where there's kind of like a mixture of Hindi and English and sometimes even other regional languages. Yeah. Yeah, it's been going on. And I've been there and I helped start uh, by doing classes and then the classes turn into shows and then the shows turn into doing... Uh, a lot of uh, more shows <laughs> and a lot of corp. We do sort of doing corporate training, and we've been to festivals. Oh. We've been to a lot of festivals around the world, and um, worked in bigger productions and some very small productions, and some NGO work, working with uh, not for profit, working for okay. people in needs and stuff like that. So a whole gambit of <laughs> thing is it's a it's a really big country, and a lot of people really are excited about improv. So are learning to be more excited every day. So. That's really exciting. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of my favorite things about, um, I think, I can't remember if it's Netflix or if it is on Prime, mm-hmm. but when it gets to, like, deep cuts to, like, I've I've already watched everything that's trending or I've mm-hmm. already, like, said yes or no to it, mm-hmm. I will get onto a string of Bollywood films, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I this is new material. Mm-hmm. I don't know what algorithm thought... I wanted to see this, but it was right. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and I've, I'm just, uh, I've really enjoyed, I mean, culturally, I obviously don't have the depth of understanding of yeah. what I'm watching. You know, right. for me, it's, it's very different and, mm. uh, it, it's a style. Unto I would itself. say that Bollywood is a pop culture almost to itself. Like oh, hip yeah? hop would be a culture. Okay. Bollywood is kind of almost a culture of Sort of like thing. opera is its own culture. Uh, it's and... like a lot of bling and fabulous sets and just really big colors and really bold acting and just way out in your face. It's Bollywood. Yeah. It's bigger than life. It has a lot to do. It, it, I mean, it's it, Hindi is the main uh, language that's used in it when, it's, when you consider Bollywood. But yeah, I looked this up. 22 languages in, in yeah. India and 720 dialects. Yes. So how do you boil that down where most people can enjoy your content? Is yeah. it Hindi yeah, it is. English? Well, it's actually, yeah, it's it's funny because uh, English is kind of the colonialist language that mm-hmm. is there. Uh, but uh, after, you know, they uh, became an independent country, then it kind of became, uh, they wanted to be, Hindi is the national language. But there's a lot of people that are from different places that they're like, well, why does your language get to be the main one? Why mm-hmm. can't our language, Tamil, which is the southern language that a lot of people, and then tons more than that. Yeah. They're broken. I'm being very general about it. So it seems like it, everybody can agree to dislike the colonialists so they can <laughs> speak <laughs> in that language, I guess. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's not without favoritism i don't know in some for one group over the other but yeah so hindi is the actual official national language but uh if you go to businesses or you're working in like a something maybe like the it community or even um in certain places there's a lot more english that you would find Mm -hmm. but uh yeah people generally code switch and jump between languages pretty rapidly over there yeah i watched one of your um i went to improv comedy mumbai Hmm. Am I getting the order of that correctly? ICM, yeah. Improv ICM. Comedy Mumbai. Awesome. We were going to go uh, Improv Mumbai Comedy, but then they would, people get confused Improv with Improve. Ooh. So then we'd be like Improve Mumbai Comedy. And we no. were just like, oh. no, maybe it's better just to. You know. <laughs> so yeah, you know. autocorrect will turn Improv into Improve uh, every immediately. Time. Every time. Um, so I watched it and it was Story, Story, Die. So for listeners who've never played this improv game called Story, Story, Die, mm-hmm. you have uh, one person uh, who's conducting maybe five people or so and you're pointing to them. And mm-hmm. as you point to them, they continue a story. So 
Uh, they're like, once upon a time, there was a guy who had a girlfriend named Charlita. And Charlita, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yes. But it started in what I presume was Hindi and mm-hmm. ended in English. Yeah. And that, and I just really enjoyed watching that. Yeah. I mean, I could tell, I have no idea what they're talking right. about, but it was, uh, it it's was usually the watch. other way around. The setups always seems to be in English and then oh, the yeah? punchlines in Hindi. Oh, re- oh <laughs> damn. That would be so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I so, want the punchline. Yeah. I have to learn Hindi. That's what I have to there, do. There you go. You do it. Yeah. It's, 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 um, yeah, they do a lot of code switching, and it's also because there's so many regional uh, uh, different groups there that it's also, like, when we do shows for different groups, we try to cater as much and try to throw in as much of that language that we can. Let's start from the beginning. I love that idea. That what, sounds great. What brought you to India? What, well, it was an airplane. Okay. And it had wings on it. What? And, yeah. and uh, One of them flying it machines. Flew. Yes. It didn't You're, go by boat. I don't. De- <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> he must be a millionaire flying yeah, in yeah. the air. The air. <laughs> millionaire flying in the air. Yes. Uh, no, I went over originally. Well, I actually, the very, very first time I went to uh, India was back in 2001. And I had graduated from college, just to show everybody how old I am. And... Uh, uh, I had a good friend from college who was an Indian guy, and we had actually made our first uh, film together. Uh-huh. And we used, and it was fun because the film was shot using all the equipment from the University of Washington. Nice. And then he was the cameraman, which he's now still today. And we used all actors from Unexpected Productions, the oh. down in the Market Theater. And uh, so we did this, like, it was about time-traveling drug dealers. It was very weird. Of course it yes, was. I was just I out of college. It, it was a... It was a <laughs> It's a time and a place, and it had to be made. Uh, so we became good friends after that. And so then he had gone to India. I had some other friends that were traveling, and I, I had wanted to see the, the world. You know, I mean, I'd seen Max Canada and once Europe, you know, and so it's kind of a little, I wanted to get a little more of a perspective. So I traveled around a lot of Asia and South Asia and then went to India and stayed with my friend Viraj, who mm-hmm. we had known from college. He had moved back. And uh, so he, uh, at that time, was living in Chennai, and I got to see a lot of the art and culture and uh, see some really amazing uh, things. And it did much, very much the backpacker experience. I visited him and seen, uh, he was like there working. His dad actually worked in film production. He was a producer. Mm-hmm. So I got to see some of the films be made, Tamil films, the southern films. And uh, and then I went back to the U.S. and didn't think of India again. And Tamil is a language, you said? Yeah, it's the other language. Okay. It's See, like, I'm so... There are two, ma- two very big languages, which is Hindi and Tamil. And then there's like 20 other... Ver- Punjab you know, and... Punjabi and Malayalam and just many, many, many months. Then I went back to the U.S., didn't really think of India for about six or seven years. But uh, Viraj, my friend, kept coming back and visiting and staying mm-hmm. on my couch. and uh, And he was... You know, he was moving. He had moved to Bombay, and he had had his career working in uh, shooting film and stuff had been going well for him. And awesome. he had been getting bigger and bigger projects. And we, I was actually doing projects when he was here in Seattle with his contacts. We were shooting, worked on a Max Rules, a TV show shot by or movie shot by John Jeffcoat, and then we had worked on a, another music video and a few other things. And so he was like, you know, you should come check it out and see it there because everybody speaks English. Mm-hmm. One, that's a huge entertainment hub that's going on, lots to see and do. And uh, and you said and I wanted to travel abroad. That was yeah. the big thing. I wanted to get out of the U.S. again. After that first extent of seeing it, I was like, you know, I really would love to go and be somewhere else other than Seattle, which is the main place I've only known yeah. about. And so... Uh, the idea of getting to be around arts and entertainment and getting to do that sounded really exciting. The ability to go to a different culture and experience that sounded really exciting. Um, I didn't originally originally plan for to be there so long. Yeah, that was going to be my yeah. next question. So, did you plan on moving there originally, or did you just get no, there and kind of stuck around? Kept it, no, it's just kind of like you you like there. walk through a door, and then that door leads you to another door, and mm-hmm. then you just start getting pulled in, and then you don't. Then you'll turn around and you're like, man, how much time, how did time pass so quick? <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. You know? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, it was like, I originally went there. I had gotten um, a project for Real Networks, if you heard of Real, Real TV. I don't know. Uh, so they were a old dinosaur of a company. It was a media player uh, that you would have on your computer uh, called Real Player. 
And uh, yeah, that's coming back to yeah, me. So when you said real TV, that sparked something real. Okay, real. Real media. player was a media player that was actually based out of Seattle okay. company. Uh, and used to have a big office. I think they might even still have an office, but huh. nobody uses their software anymore, unfortunately. And, but they had wanted to do an online uh, series for some website that they were trying to launch at the time. And uh, so we had, I got in a contract on doing these small video uh, bits about Bollywood. And so I had gone over. Cool. And I was going to shoot those and just check out Mumbai and a little, travel around India a little bit was the original idea. And then I got there, and uh, I got in tied up with another lady who uh, Uchika Muchala, who is a uh, was representing Real Player, the company over there as an independent. She is from Singapore originally, and uh, she was very into documentary filmmaking, and Mm -hmm. she really heard about the project and said, "Let's tie up. I want to do this thing. We can do it on a much bigger scale." And so I was like, "Okay," and I got tied up in this project <laughs> and so uh this project ended up turning into a film that you can see on netflix it's called beyond bollywood and uh you can it's uh it's our very it it's my first movie so don't judge me too hard but it was a very shoestring budget we put together this film uh and it took us four years to do the entire filming of it and uh it's been on netflix as well cool so yeah but it tells the story of four different uh, artists that work and live in the Bollywood uh, scene, but mm-hmm. in different aspects. So, like, one girl is a dancer. Uh, one is a, a, um, a union boss that comes down and shuts down the film sets. Mm-hmm. And then the one's a, a, a makeup artist who um, does all the diva look for all the oh, actresses. Wow. Yeah. And then there's this one guy who's a foreigner, Harry from Australia, who's just a... Uh, Kind of was a backpacker and stumbled into it, and was just like white guys showing up, hoping yeah, for the best. Yeah, he buys an Indian, an infield bike, and speaks Hindi and drives around. So it's his story. Right. So they're all four of their stories, and they're all really interesting, amazing uh, narratives, each on their own. Yeah, the film overall, I think, is uh, I feel really good about it. It was a lot of work. It was one of the most. Uh, biggest projects I've taken on in my life and it was so much work Wow! and it was amazing uh, I think individually the stories are great I think as a whole narrative it's like a slice of life mm-hmm. out of that that time people are like well what's the main I mean it's Mumbai is a place you come to try to follow your dreams and everybody comes there and is accepted but it's mm-hmm. hard to make it and you got to struggle to make it and that's kind of the story it's a common story about bollywood but that is the thing and the same thing is of la as of well. going to la yeah. going to new york um yeah. i was speaking with uh a guy and we were talking about india he's from india he's mm-hmm. like oh you have to go it's the most beautiful place in the world the food and um we were I, I said, I've never been. I can't wait to go. I'm mm. about to speak with a friend of mine who mm. spent significant time in Mumbai. And he goes, mm. oh, where all the dreams come true. Yeah. It was it was like within the same breath. It was, yeah. so I guess. City of dreams. Yeah, this, is that sort yeah, of that's like the their. Reference, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Uh, so that's where. The all classic right. cliche of Bombay, yeah. Yeah, you go there. To make it. Yeah. To make to make it. And, and in some ways, that's why I love the city so much because it's like. People have all come there from somewhere else to be there, trying to make it. And so in that way, they're very, like, accepting. They're very Mm open-minded in a lot of ways. Uh, It's where the arts and entertainment hub is. And there's a million ways to contribute, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, you had a a makeup artist. I can only imagine the costume department and the choreography Mm -hmm. and, like, the things that don't make it to, I mean, just like here in the States, of course, but Mm -hmm. on a different sort of focus and scale than Mm -hmm. what we think of with Hollywood films. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's really that's really cool. Yeah, so I want to check it out. He, the guy, the gentleman I was speaking with, he was a New Delhi man. So oh, he's yes. like, oh, cause so he was like, oh, if you want to go to where like all those crazy, you know, the fabulous and rich and blah blah, or not rich necessarily, but you know, like the fast paced and the hustle. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I want to check that out, but also tell me more about that food. So uh, yeah. don't worry, we're, we're, I'm gonna ask you about food later. Okay, uh, sounds good. <laughs> So that's what brought you there. Uh-huh. That's what kept you there for a while. Yeah. And so, then- anyways, the yeah the documentary was happening, and uh, be, at that time I was like, man, I need an extra source of income if I'm going to make it here because we were only shooting like every two, three, you know, twice at a, in a week or something because okay. it was like you had to go and catch up with each of these people maybe three or four times a week actually depending on the time. So I needed a little extra income at the time, and there was not. Uh, 
any improv comedy that was happening. Nobody I had asked around. People mm-hmm. people had been familiar with the show Whose Lines Anyways a little bit. And they're like, oh, some people had tried that, but it didn't work out. And then um, I went and got some letters from uh, people at Unexpected Productions. Mm-hmm. And I got some from Randy Dixon and one from Troy Mink uh, saying that, you know, I knew what I was doing. And I took... <laughs> And I gave them to... Uh, That's good. Yeah. And I gave gave them to... Uh, uh, there was a big theater there called Prithi Theater. It's one of the most famous uh, theaters in um, Mumbai. And it's... But it's for doing, like, more independent uh, theater, more... Uh, uh, it's, just a, it's just a really magical mm-hmm. place. And they have this great cafe, and it's just been known for a while. And it's run by the Kapoor family, which is a... They're a very famous family that... Some of them were actors and producers, but Sanjana Kapoor was the main lady I spoke to. And she had, uh, she said, this is great. I want to support it. So she had put a bunch of intro emails out, and I got to do uh, one class at Thespo, which is a very big youth fest theater festival, and I did one class there. And then I did, uh, I did one with theater professionals, Jehan, and them who have done just really amazing work uh, getting, putting... Uh, professional acting classes up and then also doing outreach with you know mm-hmm. younger generation of actors that are coming out so they do really great stuff so focused on uh, uh people who are already interested in performing yeah and it was much more serious okay. and that and i did a week-long intensive class and out of that i got my main uh student base mm, okay. and these people were, it was great they a lot of them are still with me today Working in the in the group in the company, nice. Um, and some have gone on to do even bigger, better things. There are a lot of different people that have come through. So um, that was a really big kickoff that that original theater sp- or theater professionals class. And then from there, then I just started teaching classes kind of regularly. And then we all of a sudden were like, well, we need to have a group. So we came up with a name. And then these people wanted to do shows. So we started booking shows. And it was something. It was so brand new at that time. There was only like just like open mic nights that were kind of going. Okay. And then they started, some uh, international acts started coming in and doing stand-up comedy and stuff. And then uh, right during that same kind of, I had been doing it for maybe a year or two, and then the comedy store opened, which was the famous comedy oh, store in yeah. um, LA? UK. UK? Uh, UK? Yeah, so the first, like if you ever watched the original Whose Lines It Anyways, there's uh Main actors are from the London, UK, the London uh, comedy store actors, okay, players. And so, comedy store is famous Mm -hmm. for doing improv. So, they didn't, they we did, we were part of their beginning cast and we set that up. And then, comedy store was just had to go through a lot of growing pains and they had a bunch of issues. And then they broke up. And and there was an Indian (laughs) partner and an English partner, and the English partner, I think, kind of went back. And then the Indian partner has changed the name and now it's called the Canvas. No, it's called, yeah, Canvas Laugh Club, I think, now or something. I don't know. It's okay. gone through. It had so many different names, names. for a while. It, could be, it went from comedy, yeah. comedy store to yeah, it went, the we, Chuckle they, Warehouse. Yeah, no, they, they, <laughs> he took a name from another group. It was at the Laugh Factory. He said, well, we'll be called the Laugh Factory. But the thing is, today, with the way the internet works, you can't, you know, before it was like, oh, I'm on the other side of the planet. Nobody knows. But yeah. now you can just look on the internet and be like, hey, you're using my name. You know, oh, <laughs> sorry. So... <laughs> You go through the couple of <laughs> so anyway, I think it's the Laugh Club now or some Laugh Hut or something. Nobody knows; they just know it's the place down at the Palladium the, that you okay. go. It's the, like it's a, at the, at the, everyone. It's at the Palladium. Palladium go down there. by Phoenix Mills. That's and, <laughs> yeah, in Bombay. So if you're there, that's a so that was a good that was a good spot and kind of uh, opened up a dollars and 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 really I think with that it made a lot of people take notice in Mumbai that wait comedy is a big thing. And yeah. that's when then a lot of TV shows started rolling out of that. A lot of uh, people that I know knew when I first started now are like back then they were just like, you know, maybe straight out of college and mm-hmm. they were just doing like open mic nights and maybe some podcasting. Now they're doing TV specials or running TV shows. Oh, wow. So it was a huge growth, I think, that happened. And I mean, again, Bombay is a lot like L.A. So a lot of that's where you kind of have your career mm-hmm. kick off and stuff. Um but yeah, people just really a whole uh, industry, I would say, kind of like a has whole been blossoming. yeah, just blossomed within that ten years, I'd say. I was gonna say, and so this was ten years ago ish that yeah, you ish. really took the plunge to 
Yeah, I mean, I started working. I went there working on a documentary and then came out working on comedy. So, yeah. <laughs> which comedy has always been something I've had a love for. So it's always been partial to that. I was gonna ask that also. Has comedy always been? You said you mentioned in school you studied film. Yes. Uh, or no, did you I study? was. <laughs> I, so I did a bachelor's of arts. <laughs> we don't have to talk about college yeah. if it's hard for you. Adam. No, I. I <laughs> people are like, sigh. I was like, I got a degree, and they're like, in what? And then I tell them, and they're like, Why did you do that? And I'm like, Well, I have so a I, similar regretful degree yeah, in the arts. Uh, so <laughs> I did continue. philosophy. I was a philosophy oh, major. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I was gonna double in arts, fine arts, and philosophy, and then I didn't want to do the arts because it was mm. gonna be a long, painful expensive process yeah so uh i uh got my one degree my bachelor's show that i know how to read and write and do all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and uh it was uh there but no where i originally got my uh, fondness for comedy is obviously watching it a lot when i was a kid i watched a lot of monty python i watched a lot of uh kids in the hall yep i was a big, big fan um you know second city with their show as well mm-hmm. so uh i was always into that and then uh, we would do skits a lot and when I was really young, and then I got my dad's VHS camera, and that's where I got into the filmmaking zone of just shooting. That's when it really hit, yeah, when you got your own equipment. Yeah, <laughs> that VHS camera was so badass. No, it was huge because I got one. Uh, it was the littler kind. Oh, yeah. Um, and I felt pretty much like the most important person in Belfont, Pennsylvania. Oh, Because yeah. I'm like, I've got my video camera, and I'm working on, like, drama club stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's I, pretty high level, guys. Yeah, and, to see, and I'm still today. And the, the thing is amazing that it's like I'm shooting. I've been just just shot a project, and I'm doing it on my phone. Yeah, you know what I mean to see how. And I remember when I first were working, it was like I had a like a side thing that I would have to carry as a side saddle, and then the actual camera, and then there was a wire that went down mm-hmm. to the actual. The it was like you were carrying stuff. the yeah. back. It was like you were carrying the VHS. <laughs> You had to carry your own generator, yeah, just, and there was like horses making the generator go. Yeah. And it, guys, it was a different yeah, time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh How times change. Um. So the Hogan Cup, for those who uh, are unfamiliar, it's actually a really great program that maybe could be used in a town like Belfont, to be honest, mm-hmm. or little towns anywhere, big towns, mm-hmm. small towns, whatever towns, um, where it's an improv competition between various high schools, right? right? Judged by uh, improv professionals, and it's just a really nice way to get a kick in the keister to get up on your feet and in front of some people, which is ultimately the best training you're ever going to have. So yeah, I thought really it was a cool thing. Yeah, I totally thought it was great uh, experience when I first got into it. I, did, I had no, I, I didn't even know th- what improv was. I th- first learned theater sports. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're going to do the theater sports now. Oh. <laughs> you didn't know it was like the act of improv? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> All right. I was like 17 years old. I didn't well, know did shit. You know? Yeah, what did you exactly. know? Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, we're doing the... Th- but uh, that was a... I think it was great uh, space because I was not that much of a theater kid myself okay. growing up. I, I knew about it. I had done a play or two, but I was not... Like, to me... And I, I, I love theater people. Don't get me wrong, but I'm it was like a lot of a lot of theater people are like all about you know it's like fame, everything is fabulous, and they're always singing a lot, and there's all this like ah, I'm very, look at me, and it's just like this whole oh, because comedy's not like not that at, at all, all like that, not at all, not at all, not at all like, like that. that. So I. It was just like there was, was just a lot of singing, and it was show tunes, and they all knew the show tunes. And, it's like okay, we heard the song. Let's stop now. So and I so that yeah so that I thought was great for me as somebody that was not as into show tunes was I could access theater in a way because you know, it was sports and I was like okay I get sports so then I got okay. in yeah so it was a little more of a bridge for me I think than uh, because at that age and time I just. I was like, oh, I don't want to be a theater nerd, but okay. nothing wrong with theater nerds again. No, you were a kid. Whoever's you didn't know what you liked Yeah, yet. yeah. Now, I'm, now I have my whole, yes, I've grown. <laughs> I've grown as a human. I just like that how you thought it was either show tunes <laughs> or spe- theater sports. <laughs> like, those were the two options you had. That's what, our, that's what our high school, and that was big deal for our high school program <laughs> at that time. It was like. That'd be huge. Yeah, that we really we, we, we were, that was like a, you know. Oh, um, that makes me laugh. Yeah. Uh, but now you know there are more options. Yes. And there's more um, subtlety between yes. Yes. the genres. Between the two. <laughs> yes. 
I just thought that's what that's what I saw everybody in high school do, so I just assumed. Yeah. It's it's funny because um, the theater sports, the sport part of theater sports, is challenging for me. It, it's SAC in mm. Orlando where yeah. I did improv. Um, also has judges. We give the scores or we give the judges cards to just audience members. Right. So. Um, so like being scored, that was more just a way to make the audience feel like they're a part of it to get yeah. them to feel like they have a voice, even though yeah. <laughs> scores don't matter. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, they very much matter. Oh, SAC, God, SAC they, people, they yes. really, we count they them really every matter. night and we, by the way, SAC is a great theater. It's a fun. great theater. You've played? Have you been I there? I've not been there, but I've got to perform with some of the people uh, up at Vancouver Theater nice. Sports. Nice, 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 nice. And there were some really fun people. And then everybody I know that's come out of SAC has just been amazing. Really strong singers, especially. For, we uh, do <laughs> Where were those musical theaters <laughs> got together and then they moved down to Florida yeah, and we said, can... hey, Disney, <laughs> we can't, we kind you want of... some struggling artists? Because we're here. Hey, and we did. And we do lo- love it there. Yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah. It's everything you could possibly want. You know, yeah. big musical theater done by Disney. Come on. Yeah. That's yeah. ultimately the dream. Uh, equity contracts left, right and center. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, if that's what you did. You do any you Disney work? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, I was there for eight years. Well, what did you do? Uh, I was a game show host for three and a half years, okay. and then uh, I did some uh, voiceover stuff. Mm-hmm. I did some, a lot of shows. I think ultimately I did about, I think seven-ish stages. That was my max amount mm-hmm. of stages I was trained in for. Yeah. Um, most of the time for just a comedic, um, on the street stuff involving yeah. audience members. Yeah, that's like, how it started. There was an actual yeah. sack. Yeah, would be carried exactly. around. The World Showcase players. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you would do the performance, bring things out of the sack, and they were. It was the. Yep. The C. Buskering, fe- bus, busking, busking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The C fell off of the word the um sack. sack. Yeah. So that's how it became S A K. Oh, what were we talking about? The sports aspect yes. of it. Yes, That's sports, the weird sports. part for me because yeah. not being a sport person, I was like, "Why are we adding s- oh, yeah. numbers to oh. to this?" <laughs> but I'm glad it was a bridge. I, and I get, you. I hear the exact opposite. I'm like, "Yeah, this." Then the other people, why do we have to do this? Because they come from the yeah. You did the singing part. The, I, yeah, I was the, a theater the, singing the theater nerd, nerd yeah, part, yeah. and then you were the sports nerd part, <laughs> and then we can be friends. Yeah, see? it all worked out. <laughs> We're better so. together. <laughs> we are, though. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. Mm. With Bill, so did you actually build an improv company? So it is your baby, uh, or it is part is like a, a, a? Do you have a business partner, or uh-huh. did you just were like I'm going to build an improv company now? Oh yes. So, so the question I get, yeah, this is how did the company come about? So I again did not go there being like I'm going to set up an improv company yeah. in India. That was never like the original idea, and I did want to start teaching classes so the classes were a big part of what I was doing and uh, that was kind of what I I focused on a lot of that just the educational part and then out of bipartisan a lot of this other shows come out of it and then getting hired on for acting and other stuff as well Um, but the it was kind of just it evolved it just Mm -hmm. kept evolving like at first we were like, hey, we're a bunch of people who want to keep doing shows. We got to get a name. So we got a name. We made a Facebook page. And then we're like, hey, people are having trouble finding us. Let's make a website. So we made a website. <laughs> you know. And then we're like, hey, we need to process this money that we're making. So we got a bank account. We had to get a business license. And, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of things. Now, I don't recommend that as a good way of doing business. <laughs> It's a way of doing business. That is the most improviser way of it doing was, anything it was, I've ever uh, heard in my life. It was like herding cats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we were kind of all over the place. And it was it was kind of as necessity drove us along. Now was, I've looked back at it and the market's changing. Things are growing. A business plan is really important to have yeah. going into this stuff. And at the time, I mean, it was always been like, well, I just as long as I'm paying my way along, then that was working. But now it's trying to we're trying to make it more into a standardized company. And that's where, um, you know, being associated with these bigger companies like Unexpected Productions mm-hmm. or, um, you know, Vancouver Theater Sports, Curious Comedy, all these people are Jet City are giving great yeah. uh, advice on how to move forward with that. And that's uh, so that it just has been. Uh, yeah, it just it's it's hard because I'm not from there. So. That being said, there's always the visa issue. You can't just go get documents made. You have to have a partner. So it is a partnership between people we have put together. And there is like a – we have we basically have a bank account. That's Mm -hmm. the main thing. And we pay taxes. So Mm -hmm. that's the big big part. As far as getting a space, I would relate to uh, us setting up business would be a lot like you're trying to set up a business in L.A. 
Okay. So it's just like if you know Impro Theater down in LA and LA Theater Sports, it's 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 a totally different world. Seattle here is like Bangalore in that way, where there's a just it's an IT hub. Okay. There's a lot of people that probably have extra income because they work really uh, mm-hmm. nine to five jobs, usually in the IT community or some other kind of community that area where they can make a little better wages. And so and then they come out on the weekends and they perform and they. Okay. Do it for fun. You know what I mean? It's like a thing. That so you, that is extremely Seattle. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a very Seattle. Like, but in uh, L.A. or you go to Bombay, it's, it's it's different. There's people that have come there and they're making a career on it. You're having people that potentially could hire you to be in a film or a TV show coming and watching. There is a you know, there's always people are pitching and trying to put themselves forward yeah. as a product that could be used and uh, and taken forward in their own career. So that marketplace has to, is, is is just a di- bit different than the way the marketplace is set here. Okay. And uh, so that's one thing I had to say about that. But yeah, so <laughs> it's just it's just different. It's just a different a different vibe. And mm-hmm. unless I get married to somebody, it's gonna I always have to be attached to somebody if I keep doing business there. So that's oh okay. Yeah, but the business is running on its own now at this point, and they're doing regular classes. Shows are going on and off, but the the groups have gone off, and there's lots of now like. I think like there's about eight or nine improv groups that have now been founded out of that that all have oh, wow. taken and they've all taken my classes. <laughs> so the problem is we're trying to add in more spice, like little variation because it's like all yeah. we have like eight, nine games in the first level that they all learn and everybody sure. knows those games. And now we and, all know those games. But. Yeah, yeah. And we get more, but more are coming through and more shows are happening and the groups are working together a lot more and that's occurring. So... Uh, I've like my big thing is when I go back, I, I try to uh, put on a show like at least one. Mm-hmm. I just did a startup show, so it was in the style of like a, maybe like Silicon Valley or The Office oh, okay. or something, but it takes place in Mumbai. It's mm-hmm. about a startup company that has a new revolutionary app that's oh. that the audience gets to oh, decide, yes. and the audience decides on it. And then we see this kind of like an office comedy around that because so many people are there working in office. Uh, that that's been going on, and then we do an improvised Bollywood show. Oh, um, I would love to see that. Yeah, it's a lot of work, and it's I it's an amazing, imagine. amazing show. I've uh, it's great, but these are all again moving into this long form format. We're still in a very kind of short form world in Mumbai and mm-hmm. in a lot of India. A lot of people relay it to you know what they've seen on Whose Lines, anyways. Well, a lot of or, that. Yeah, just as that short form because it's, I don't know, people are like, oh, it's easier and it's more fun. I don't know. Well, people can understand, like get a get a firm grasp of that faster, quicker. They're like, oh, bing, bang, boom, four minutes. I know exactly yeah. you know, exactly what you did, but it made me laugh. And yeah. um, whereas some of the long form stuff takes a little more. It's got to be run like a proper theater play. Yeah. It's, it needs, needs to, it's got to be sharp. It's got to yeah. really. It Pe- needs a whole production budget put into it, and whole. Meanwhile, with short form comedy, you can kind of keep it running, and rehearse on almost nothing. On almost nothing. Yeah. Meanwhile, you do a show. It's a show. You got to have the posters made. You have to have everything put into it. You have to have a whole plan for the whole thing. Yeah, so whole that's marketing, everything. Yeah. How do you market? Like, well, we do, do have, a lot through your... va- Facebook. We have Instagram. We have some over like. Give like boots on the ground, like your students who like. Yeah. So they have like a kind of a grassroots. Oh yeah, we have a dealing. whole like. There's like a community now i mean there, when i first started there wasn't even a community it was mm-hmm. like nobody was doing it It was like when i would leave no improv would happen oh, when no! i come back improv would happen right <laughs> and now there's a huge community of people Good. that meet every week and are, are putting on shows and uh they organize there's multiple facebook pages and there's the um i mean our our group has almost i think we're up to ten thousand followers or something like oh, wow. that so it's quite a bit uh, I so mean, the but they got the there. other, but some of the other people, the groups are have like, you know, in the millions. <laughs> so yeah. It's you like, can't worry about yeah, the other groups. Yeah. yeah you there can you just go. worry about exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it, it's been a fun ride and, uh, yeah, that's, I don't, did I answer your question? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I was just curious because like you said, you're, you're coming to a place where you're not from there, mm-hmm. you don't speak any of their their the home languages mm-hmm. besides the English that that folks know. So, like, how? I mean, that's just. I guess. I guess I'm just saying it was probably like really hard. And good mm-hmm. job. <laughs> it was. It was hard, but it was like, it was. This was one of the reasons that kept me going back and kept me so into it. Is it? It was. There was such. You know, when there's 
such a want for it. Yeah. And it's like supply and demand. There's a, there's enough people. There was so much demand for it that I just couldn't say. Well, it would feel like I wanted to supply it, and it yeah. felt good to supply it. it felt good because it was. I mean, improv's been such a growing art form. I mean, when I started doing it in high school, I think there was like maybe one improv comedy theater company. And my college, UW, didn't even have uh, have mm-hmm. a group. I helped start the UW group, the collective. And then, and are they then still that, going? Yeah, it's still Sweet. going to the day. Yeah, there, there, there. And then, and then they have a, and then, and then out of that, like now I come back and there's like some three, four different theaters that are just doing improv comedy. There's uh, thousands of groups that are, seem to be all over there. All the high schools and stuff have their own clubs. So it's just, it seems nice. like it really is growing. I just went to an improv festival in Manila, which I would say if anybody gets a chance to go do that, it was so much fun and it was a great place. Uh, in, in Manila? The, in the Philippines, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was Like really, the envelope. Just like. <laughs> Isn't it a Manila envelope? Mm. <laughs> Isn't it? Manila is the color of an envelope. <laughs> okay. It's, I... it's, but it's also a name of a city. Okay. <laughs> Now I know. Now we know. <laughs> now it's half the battle. Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah. He said it's beautiful and it's a great festival. Yeah, that's nice. a great festival. And I, now I see again I've gotten off topic. What was the topic? No, that's why. No, this is all. Basically, this podcast is. What were we talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, great. <laughs> For anybody that's made it this long, congratulations. <laughs> it's just nice people talking. You should get an award by the end. <laughs> You sure do. <laughs> you we end with musical arm farts, so like uh, prepare yourself oh, for whatever that good. means. Okay, well, yeah. So I will get ready to I'm make ready an to... arm fart noise. Not okay. we're not ready. We're not there yet. Not I haven't there. gotten through all of my questions. Okay, yet. okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, so here's something that's interesting, uh, mm-hmm. or that I am interested to hear about. So doing improv because I was at Second City for mm-hmm. a while, and then mm-hmm. Florida, and then mm-hmm. here. Um, Sarah's a great improviser, by the oh, way. Oh, that's very kind. Thank mm. you. Thank you, Adam. You ain't too bad yourself. That's her That's her Muppet voice. Yep, mm-hmm. that's my uncomfortable with praise voice. So, <laughs> um, uh, so what I noticed, you know, like, Second City has its own style. Mm-hmm. SAC slash Disney, like, Orlando had its own style. Seattle has its own style. Mm-hmm. Would you say... Like what's what's this? Is there a different style or things that you noticed about the improvisers like jumping up into, especially if it's coming out of nowhere? Right. Like we kind of have a collective understanding of what improv is. We've seen who's lines it anyway. We know Second City. We know Saturday Night Live. We know all mm. these things. Mm. Um, so the people who are first jumping onto the improv bat- bandwagon were they like, I'm whole hog into this, or was it like, C- come here, baby birds, I won't hurt you, or were they? I don't know. Just were folks totally into it? Were they curious? Were they nervous? Were so, they yeah, ballsy? Think, were they ready to go? Mm, yeah. I think, I mean, to me, your question is kind of what was the difference, I think, when I heard yeah, this. Like so between or... Mumbai improviser and a Seattle improviser is yeah. kind of what I would say. Because, I mean, if you get into our voice and a genre of improv that's coming out right now in Mumbai and Bangalore and, you know, in India is just so new Mm -hmm. and it's growing and it's it's i think it's still trying to find its voice okay as a as a collective you know like if you come and you say oh uh what's improv in 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 the west coast and it's it's a little more narrative it's got you know it's a genre-based shows they do this longer kind of thing or you go to you go down to sack in florida oh we do more music and we're more so So many puns yeah and we do these things so there's things i think it's had a culture that's been around 30 plus years 30 Mm -hmm. 40 years so it's really had an ability to define that voice you know what i mean each area kind of has it and i think we're still finding our voice because we are it's so new so we're very strong in doing short form improv comedy theater and stuff and we're getting out into bigger uh, more different things but I think when you originally was kind of what your question is, what's the difference between like a Seattle improviser and a Mumbai improviser or um, something of that sort? What would be the differences? And I would say with – I feel like in Seattle we're very – it's important to be very politically correct. We do do that a lot. Yep. Uh, uh, We do a lot of talking. (laughs) There's a lot of talking Gosh, that happens. Talk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and we have this that yeah, and we you know, and then there's always the typical, you know, whatever is popular and 
sports and culture and uh, pop culture and that kind of stuff that we use and sure. things. And then in India, I think it's a lot more, or in Mumbai specifically at least, there's a lot of code switching. So switching between languages you find happening a whole lot. That's so cool. And everything, like in like in Seattle, it's very, we get really into genre. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love genre and think it's the greatest thing. But there are people that's a little more of a foreign idea to them what a genre okay. is. Where There they have different regions. So each region has its own kind of flair or style or the way they talk or the things, oh. the food that they like and stuff. So there it's a lot more when you get into different genres, it actually becomes more regional. So we use the different regions uh, to delineate between the different kind of styles that are there. Cool. So regional styles. So that's one thing that um, – I notice is a difference, and then um, the there's because with their pop culture, a lot of it is around uh, films that include singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. So all the songs and all the dance moves, everyone knows. Oh, and like if you re- and so if you're asked to play somebody, and then maybe you start doing one of their song dance numbers, and then okay. everybody will be like ah, and like we'll get excited because everybody knows that. Yeah, or maybe the song has a double meaning, and so then that has a different fun, exciting element. Cool. Or, so there's a lot of I'd say there in that way there's a lot more um, that. You see, would see in an improv show in India yeah. versus or Mumbai versus a show in Seattle, uh, and then there's a lot of like um, this. What else would you say? Uh, there is food. Everybody loves talking about food. <laughs> and, and, Everyone uh, does love talking about food. I imagine like the similar things, like family, work. Yeah, you know, exactly. the, the same. Some jokes are universal, and some themes are universal of just yeah. existing in life. Do you have any like? Did anything like surprise you during this whole journey? I mean, besides the fact that you realized you've been in India for ten years, I think years? I get surprised on a daily basis when I am. <laughs> improvise. <laughs> yeah, improvise. <laughs> Like, oh, uh, that's happening now. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not exactly what I had planned, but let's go with it, you know. That is the uh, yeah, so the heart spri- of it. Yeah. I don't know what would be a big surprise. Maybe just were you surprised at how into people or how into it everyone was? Yeah, like, that was that- really refreshing, actually. And, and so then when I went to India, it was so much fun because it was just people learning it for the first time sure. and seeing that. That love of, oh, this is, a th- uh, and then getting, and like, and it was definitely weird because you had to do a lot. It's like you don't realize how much explaining is involved when you're, like, trying to teach something that people have never. From exp- the ground up. Yeah, people have never experienced this stuff, uh, you know, other than watching the TV show. And if you were, uh, Who's Line, and if you watch Who's Line, it's nothing like seeing a real improv show. It's extre- It's quite scripted. Yeah, it is. Quite. I've seen. I've been. Yeah. I've been on the sets a couple times and watched the show. And I've met. Oh, cool. Yeah, I met the guy that made the show, who's lying. And uh, yeah, it is very. It's not. It's it's improvised. Harnessed. It's improvised. It's, it's just well produced, and it's yeah. very. I would say produced really well, in a sense where there's no chance for. There's no downtime. Mm-hmm. There's no time where we're figuring it out. And when you watch improv, and you get, you're a lot more forgiving of that when you go to see it like in a uh, in an element where it's you know live theater yeah one because you can all of a sudden be part of the show you're you're involved they're listening to you it's more interactive and i think that's the fun part of seeing a live show is that it's interactive and you're like if you end up talking you could all of a sudden be part of the scene you know what i mean yeah or whatever happens there is happening to you is happening to the improvisers on stage so it's all very in the moment it's right now that's why like i think uh, I've been working more on like getting up content online and doing the Facebook Live, and I think that's what's great about Facebook Live. It's it's up for twenty four hours and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. So it's a live moment, and it's 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 caught and captured in this moment, and then it's there and it's gone. And that I think is really nice element of it. The only thing I have left, well, is of course, mm. is there anything funny or interesting that happened while you were in Mumbai or while you were working? Um, down there any situational things or anything that pops to head an aha moment with a student or anything like that that comes to mind um yeah some uh, some anecdotal moment i don't know there's a i know that traveling is always insane in mumbai that's the thing i always seem to what do you mean like actually like getting around the city yeah getting around the city is intense 
Really? It's really intense to get around. And I think anybody that goes there would agree that it's it's an, an intense thing. Getting from point A to point B, you have to have a lot of... Um, well, sometimes it's really easy. You just have these rickshaws that are great to get around in. You jump in, and if people as long running as you... like running two legs no, or no, on no, a bike. No. Come on, this is. This I don't know. I don't know. No, no, that's... I've never been to India. Okay, well, what do have I know? A lot of a lot of Asia. They have the same thing in Thailand. A lot of Asia is a, they have things that are like little motorized three wheeled vehicles that have a little okay. umbrella kind of a little over hood on the top, and then a man sits it, and it's kind of like a it's a three wheeled motorbike of sorts. Okay, so and it's they... motorized because here we have in the in Seattle we have them, but they're actually like. Yeah, doing... that's archaic. It's really is it? Yeah, it is yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So they don't. They I think they've gotten rid of all the. I think maybe in Calcutta they still have that guy that pulls it. But I don't holy think so crap! It's so that's totally gone. Yeah. So now it's all motorized and they they'll drive you around. So that actually is can be nice, but then you can get stuck in this terrible traffic, and then you're like, you know, this exhaust fumes can come in, and then mm. taking the trains, Mumbai trains are like you'd never see in the world. You would, if you ever get a chance, YouTube Mumbai local uh, train, and you will see. By some... the amount of commuters. Or... Yeah, the amount of commuters. The the fact the people that they pack on that train mm-hmm. and get off of that train in the matter of minutes, less than a wow. minute or two, is insane. And it's like a flood of people, like just incredible. Just you, if you ever felt where you're just caught in a, a flood of just hum- humanity, just moving in one mm-hmm. direction. Uh, I think that's it. And then I also learned to ride a motorbike there. So then. Driving there has also been a completely different experience as well. Wow. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, I think those have been the biggest things that I'm like, oh, wow, learning that aspect. So now, like, I went down to Mexico City just recently, and it's also one of the most populated, but it's just not as cramped, you know? So I'm like, (laughs) oh, I'm maneuvering through people, but it's not like in India. It's like you're literally, you have to be aware of some everybody else's life around you at all times because there's always someone somewhere that's doing their thing and you're doing your thing and you're trying to negotiate that. And uh, horns are used frequently from what I understand. Or is that just New Delhi? Uh, no, heard, people use horns. horns. You like, yeah, it's like they, that, the classic bumper stickers, horn okay, please. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, you see that in the back of all the trucks and a lot of stuff. Meaning so that, like... Please hey, horn, yeah, please horn. horn. Okay. Because it, it's like you have these two windows or mirrors that you can see, but... Drivers are doing all kinds of stuff. You can have a guy come in the opposite direction. You can all have a guy rules behind of the road you. that we're used to. It's in like the walking. States. It's like when you walk. You there's no walk. rules to walking, right? <laughs> right. You now can you walk just wherever. take that to, and you're operating a vehicle now. It's like, <laughs> it's like that. Think of it that way. You know, there's no walking rules, but people walk and you see each other and you just avoid, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> It's uh, kind of the same. It's kind of like that, only like with trucks. Trucks and, and cars and, and stuff. cars and people and, and... Vehicles and, yeah, and... And bikes. Scooters <laughs> and motorbikes, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that, and that was there. So there's, there's been times where I've been caught in just like... And I think one of the biggest stories... So there was a while when I was first came, I was doing a video journalism class uh, in, in, in South Bombay, which would be like mm-hmm. the Manhattan of uh, Mumbai almost, right? Okay. So it's the very tip of the little down there and it's like the fancy part where the british kind of set up all their big british stuff and uh <laughs> and so you go down and uh and they uh you get on these trains and it just they they have two kinds you have your uh you have your slow and you have mm-hmm. your fast okay and so fast or slow means it stops at every stop mm-hmm. fast means it stops at some of the stops. So and kind of like an express line. Like an express, right? Uh, and so I got on one, and, and you get it where you where I was boarding was literally the very tip. So it's where the train starts, mm-hmm. and then it goes, and then they, they go different distances. So some go very close distance. Some go way the far out. And when you go on one of these ones that's going far out during a busy time, it can get incredibly crowded. Mm-hmm. Like incredibly. To the point that you're like, you know, there's somebody's, you know, back of the head is in your face, mm-hmm. like has their arm in your in your bag. Maybe you're on the thing, you're on your telephone and somebody's watching your telephone with you. It's just like, it's just like you're all mushed up together. And 
And it's so funny because the train will pulls on. Everybody's very mellow. Then when the train pulls up, it's all bets. Everybody's like, ah, screaming I'm and yelling here. and just going, going, going. And you see, again, you can watch this on YouTube. Just check it out. Put uh, Mumbai local businessman boarding or something like that. Yeah. And especially when they, they'll play it in slow motion, you just see all these people trying to jam run through a small. Why can't they open, leave the door open longer? The doors are left open all the time. They don't shut the door. Oh. There's no shut. Everybody's hanging out the side of the door. So you just, it's just literally the door is so big and so many people are trying to get through at once that it's like, it's insane. So, wow. So I remember one time I uh, I was, uh, I got on the train and I uh, I knew that it was going to be busy, mm-hmm. and, but I was like, uh, and I had just finished teaching a class and I was taking it back. So I was like, well, I'll stay near the door. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a big guy. I can, you know, push my way out, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And... Um, and so I got on the train and I made sure where the door is because they said so that if you stay near the door, even the rush comes by you, they'll push by you. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end, you kind of pop out if you need to. And I had this brilliant idea. I was going to do this. So I get on the train and uh, I'm going to this place called Bandra, which is like one of the happening spots for people to live. And uh, that's where I was going to get off. And I asked the guy next to me because they don't have any clear written science. It's just sure. through census. You have to ask five people and then you'll figure it out right okay so like oh and then you're like oh you ask and then one person will tell you something another person will tell you something and then third person you'll generally know you got the right answer so they uh i think i'm getting off and then the guy's like oh no you're on the wrong side and i knew that my stop was coming because they you we passed this kind of like rivery kind of swamp action where it's kind of you can smell it so you know you're like oh even if you can't see out of the you can't see out of the train because there's so many smell people. Where you you are. can smell where you are. You can smell. You can like, ah, I know that I've passed Mahim because the smell has come. And then, uh, and then, uh, so, so I was like, okay, I'm trying to get out. And the guy's like, you're not gonna make it. And I'm like, oh, I gotta make this stop. You know? Can you body surf your way over? Well, like I I was lucky. I was a foreigner, so you can always play the I didn't know card, which I honestly didn't know. Sure. If I was from there, they would have been like, screw you. You just stay there Tough. and shut Them's up. Tough pity. You wait. Yeah. But because I was a foreigner, they were, I think they took kind of pity on me. And so these, I'm like trying – just like imagine trying to like squirm your way through a wall of human flesh oh, God. that's really hot and uh-huh. sweaty. And so you're like – it's not even your sweat that's on you. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody else's sweat. And you're like – you're trying to get through. And I see my stop come. And I'm not even close to getting out. Oh, and they no. just like that passes by. And oh, then it goes no. like five stops to oh, the next no. one. That's the problem. It's an express train. So oh, you're getting no. further and further, further away. <laughs> and so I'm like working and just just to make it to the next one. So I got like four or five stops coming and I'm like trying to get out. And so one guy takes my bag from me and he picks it up and then they start crowd surfing my bag oh, above darn. me. Oh, so they're shoot. like, oh, and I'm like, now I'm watching my bag kind of go away from me <laughs> i'm still stuck in this human flesh and then like the the second stop comes third stop and i'm just not getting there i'm trying people are like oh and then finally the stop comes it's mine and i literally there was a guy that had his his foot on my ass just trying to push me out <laughs> like just pop me out and i'm like stuck where's There's, your bag my bag is still being crown surfed i'm just trying to be it was like being born, born. again i was being birthed out of human this human wall of flesh and just people were like, ah, and I was like, ah, and then, and there was all this screaming and pushing. And then on the, right before we leave, I like literally pop out at the second and I stumble out onto the platform. And as I turn around, one guy who's holding my bag throws it at me uh-huh. and it hits me in the head. Oh, I'm sorry. And so I'm like, ah, and I pick up my, so I'm like just totally befuddled. And I look up and the train has already taken off and there's just like, all the people from my compartment are all hanging out the side of the door waving. They're so excited <laughs> they, for they you. They accomplished getting They're the foreigner so out the door. Get him get out, out of get him here. Out. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> uh, a, the, the, yeah. the foot on your ass is what's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> so I will never forget that. That was one of the experiences where I just like, oh. And so then for, I never uh, made that mistake again. I'm, um. Real quick, any favorite foods? I heard that there was something called like a samosa sandwich that you could get at McDonald's or something. Yeah. So I don't know who told me about that, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, they had actually that they have this uh, the national or the not national the regional food. They have a 
a classic dish from Mumbai that uh-huh. if you ever come there that someone's going to feed you. And it's like their version of the hot dog, but it's called a vada pao. Okay. So it's like a fried dough thing okay. in a bun. Great. And it's got, it's a fried dough thing in a bun with chutney and some onions and stuff on it. Yeah. And that's like kind of like everyone, if you ever come there, they're gonna, someone's going to make you eat one of those. Done. But uh, I, pao is great. I, it's not my favorite favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I really like fish. So they do these great, and it's a, it's right on the, it's on the water, Mumbai. So there's mm-hmm. some great fish dishes that come out. Um, Marathi, there's a Maharashtrian a people that's from that region. So they make some really good uh, fish kind of tandoori uh, curries and like some, uh, they cook it. Like, you know what the tandoor is, right? Mm-hmm. It's an oven. It's where you can kind of, and then they put a nice spice on it. So it gets really, nice. really well done fish. Uh, all the seafood is great. Um, then they have these, all the breads. See, are, that surprises me because, you know, we think of the Indian dishes from around here. You get some places that uh, specialize in some seafood, but I don't. We get mostly northern. Yeah, northern Punjabi stuff. food here. Yeah. So it's all, and then if you go into the south, the whole style of food completely changes. See, now I'm extra excited to go. If you go to like somewhere near, my, if you're a Seattleite and you want to go over near Microsoft area and try southern Indian food, I think that would be oh. a good place to go. So I can go on and on about <laughs> tandoori chicken. Anything out of the tandoori is really good. Yeah. Uh, the breads are great. Uh, there's naan that everybody eats here, but they have rotis, which are very popular. And then they have all these regional foods. Like Wait, what's roti? Roti is like another kind of bread, but it's uh-huh. not as bad for you. Um, oh. It's made with the... Oh, is it the really thin? Yeah. Crispy crackery uh, kind? No, that's no. A, that's a, another one. Uh, that's... A, I'll think of the name in a second. That's all right. It's, uh, it's So then uh, there's that one, and then there's just a ton of different breads, and then a ton of different gravy dishes. Southern food is delicious. Mm-hmm. If you ever have Southern Indian coffee, that's really good. It's Ooh. a different style of coffee. You can get, uh, they do this thing called dosas, which is like a, like a crepe. It's kind of like a crepe, and it's mm-hmm. really, really delicious. Um, there's, yeah, and then there's Gujarati food, which is all, you know, vegetarian. So that's really interesting. And then there's, like, stuff from the northeast that has, like, a lot of different kinds of meats and peppers and preparations. And so there's, like, it's a really diverse yeah. amount of food that you can have that's there. So you're always getting some new dish or new kind of food and um you know so then they have their dal which is the lentil basics and that's all can be sure. delicious and stuff yeah, i know dal yeah that's you can't know any without knowing dal <laughs> that's like always there but it's uh, good yeah and then there's another thing called the tali which is like means plate mm-hmm. and that's like uh you can get just like a ton of different little mini dishes mm-hmm. That's the great thing is they put a lot of preparation into the food. Yeah. So they'll dice it up to really small or mix it up and add in all the spice, the masala. You know, they put masala like literally in everything. Good. Like if you find a place where you're not getting masala, you're in a very unique place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, uh, it's been on my list for a place to go. Um, yep. Dated a boy from Punjab for a while. Mm-hmm. Um just haven't made how long does it take to get there uh in which way do you go from yeah, i've Seattle? gone many ways so it depends on if i would always recommend if you're going do a, a layover somewhere for a weekend okay i to think get your that's, brain adjusted yeah you just get used to the time travel i used to go uh I, I we had been to amsterdam so i made a bunch of friends in amsterdam there and okay. there's a big great comedy scene going in amsterdam yeah boom chicago boom was chicago there is there yeah visited. and they do a ton of festivals and stuff so uh, if you want to stop through there and then go on to mumbai that's a good layover uh i also go through dubai the ones okay. i've been doing emirates dubai flight and that is probably the fastest flight that's why i take it mm-hmm. uh and it goes straight over the top of the planet and drops you down that's in dubai so cool. yeah and so you go over like Antarctica and all that kind of, or is it Antarctica? Yeah. Wait, yeah. up north? No, Antarctica is below us. Below. So then it's so that's just the North, north Pole. Pole. That's Santa's you go house. North, Santa, you go say hi to Santa, and then you um, drop down, and then you're in Dubai. And so I think total first flight, if you go to Dubai direct, it's 14 hours, then plus another. So about 15, 16 hours of flight. Okay, that's not so bad. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a while, but that's not. <laughs> so, yeah, if you go so through bad. Europe, or you, you can either, or you can go via Europe and then spend the weekend in Europe, or you can go through Asia and maybe spend some time in Japan or Hong Kong or something like that. But I recommend it because then 
it's literally like if you go directly, it's like night becomes day and it's literally like 13 and a half hours diff time difference. Yeah. So it's like the whole world flips upside down and you're just like, what happened? Lovely. Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about with your with your company? Um, you guys have a website. Yes. Um, or your well, I saw, I saw you on Facebook. So that's um, uh, yeah. So there's improv a, comedy Mumbai. Yeah. So there's my personal work which you can find uh my film and tv work you can find on drtimeproductions.com doctor spelled out d-r-t-i-m-e productions.com okay. and that's there there's also adamddow.net which is my uh trainer website and then we have our group's website which is improvcomedymumbai.com and uh, we have our there's the bangalore group that's out there that just put together we just had our first Improv festival in India that was happening in November. Wow! Very exciting. Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were it you was, there for it? I was not. There oh no! Yeah. I was originally <laughs> scheduled to be there for it, but then uh, they had changed the dates, and I had already booked my tickets, and because of family stuff, yep. I had to be back, so yeah. I couldn't stay away. For ah. These things happen. These things happen. That's this right. is life. There's, the comedy went on. There will always be another festival. There, <laughs> you know. huh, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. And I'm going down for a festival coming up. I'm going to go to San Diego for nice. uh, Im- Finest Improv Theater Festival. I think that's the name of the, the theater company. The folks at uh, in Mumbai, do they ever join you here in the States? Yeah, we've done a few tours in the U.S. Nice. We've had, uh, we did one tour in 2000 and. 15, I think, and then we last time we came was 2017, I think, was the second time. So, in the first time we went to Be- Seattle, Bellingham, Kirkland, and that was about it. Okay. And then this last one we did in 2017, I want to say, we did, and that the first one we did the Unexpected Productions mm-hmm. uh, Improv Festival. Yes. And the, then the International the, Festival? Or yes, the, uh, yeah, the International yeah. the Festival. And then the next one we did was Jet Cities festival uh, i think that was 17 or 16 i get confused uh and we did that we did vancouver theater sports we did their february valentine's day theater sports thing oh wow and then we did went down and then we performed in bellingham uh the first time we got to perform with ryan styles which was amazing nice he was so nice he put us up for the night and he oh my had, god shared some of the the money we made at to, uh ticket sales what and a stuff. guy he was a sweet guy and then, uh, and then we did Seattle, and then we—that was the first time. The second time we didn't even get to perform. We performed at his theater, but I think he was shooting at that time. And then the second time we did Vancouver, BC, Bellingham, Seattle, Portland, nice. And then we did Salem, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. I for whatever reason I forget there's there's an improv Oregon. scene. Yeah. I but I forget Salem is an Oregon. I'm from the East Coast originally. So oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like holy hell! Yeah, you we went did. all the way to yeah. Massachusetts. You're talking all yeah. West Pacific West Coast. Nothing better than <laughs> a place known for the witch trials to hold an improv hey, comedy hey, theater hey. show. <laughs> And I like to sign off with, well, obviously saying thank you for stopping by and talking to me about Mm -hmm. uh, your work and how much you've learned. And now I've learned things, too. I can't wait to get on a train uh, in Mumbai. And we can say goodbye. I like to say goodbye with musical arm farts. Okay. okay, I don't know if I've done this. I know it's hard because it's wintertime. Hold on. i got to take my chair off. Okay. Okay. You you lead us off and I'll I'll accompany you. That was great! Yay! (laughs) I always spit on the mic a little bit.